This is Katie from Idaho, and I don't even know what the crap I doubt it with Dollamore is. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It with Dollamore. All right, welcome to the show, episode 357 of I Doubt It with Dollamore. I am your host, Jesse Dollamore. Seated across from me, that Thanksgiving prepared lady, my lovely co-host, Brittany Page. Do you mean because the Thanksgiving episode is going to be jam-packed full of listener responses? That's right. Well, it's... You know, it's kind of nice to know that our audience is filled with as big of dirtbag procrastinators as I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because we got quite the flood Mm -hmm. of... This morning. Of last minute submissions. Yes. Thank you. I'm not bitching because I am a procrastinator. (laughs) Mildly. (laughs) It's just a lot of extra work to... I'm not going to whine about it, but you know, it's... It's cramming last minute. Yeah. Well, so, we did ask for them last minute. We did. As well. So so we brought that on ourselves. Thank you, everybody, who did submit. Uh, we're going to put together the episode, and we'll do it uh, to Wednesday evening, probably. Yeah. In preparation for whatever we're going to do on Thanksgiving. It sounds like we're going to make a pit stop at some family, mm-hmm. local, Brittany's family, local here. Mm-hmm. And that that's we should talk about that because we have been getting a lot of of requests to talk about dealing with pol talking about politics in a holiday family setting. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you should talk about that because I'm you know how I do it. I just I'm unabashed about my views. For instance, I'm a guy who doesn't believe it's gauche or whatever the fucking term is to ask somebody, yeah, who'd you vote for? I don't think that's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a private, personal. It's not like asking how much money do you make a year. It's ah, uh, who'd you vote for president? You know, mm-hmm. so I don't have a weird I don't have a weird thing about politics. Obviously, I just I'm open about talking about it. I don't get offended. And people don't uh, aren't like that. Yeah. Well, I've I've been seeing a lot of posts about this as well on social media. You always see it. I think people saying, oh, "I'm dreading it. What do I do? How do I handle this?" Especially in the political climate that we have. Yeah. Going right now, <laughs> and I don't think there's any easy answers because ultimately you have to weigh the importance of trying to have very important conversations about what is going on in the world and the likelihood that those conversations will cause some sort of disruption in your relationship with people that are close to you. Because unfortunately, some of those conversations do go there and just just because they're personal. Yeah. People um, hold their political opinions very close and they are essentially their personality, their identity. And when you start threatening it, they feel personally attacked, personally threatened. 
So that's difficult. I always have to come at it from a different perspective because I don't have the greatest relationships with my family. I consider my family my family of choice, people I've, I've chosen to have in my life, my best friend, you, you know, it's, it's not, I don't have a normal situation. So what I'm saying is you have to kind of gauge how important it is to discuss the politics. If, if you're willing to, 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 to torpedo a relationship over arguing about politics, then fucking go at it if it's that important. For me, sometimes it is that important, especially related to Trump and how strongly I feel about Donald Trump. Because I still hold the ideas that if you voted for Donald Trump, racism and white supremacy and white nationalism wasn't a deal breaker for you. Because that shit was on full fucking display during the campaign. So sometimes I get a little strident. So I either have to decide not to talk about it, which is, uh, you know, like a, like, a, like an itch that you really need to scratch and it's just aggravating that you're not scratching it. Or, or just go all out. But, you know, with this group, Brittany, that we, we hang out with on some holidays, since the election, politics has become less a topic because they know that it is uh, a sensitive subject on both sides because they don't agree with, with me, especially. I think a good rule is probably if, if you start feeling very angry or very emotional to maybe just take a break. And go uh, take a drink and relax yeah. and come back to it when you aren't feeling so emotional. Because nothing good will come from feeling so angry um, that you say something you don't mean or you say it with the wrong tone. And these conversations can be productive. But, but the thing is, you have to come at it in the right way. And you have to be delicate. Yeah. In a lot of these cases. So if you choose to go there, just try to keep it on an even keel and don't get too pissed off. Well, I remember having this conversation last year at this very time. Remember Jeremy and Christy, our friends, um, the the hosts of the the Nerd Out Loud podcast, which is now on hiatus. But they they were featured in some news article about because Jeremy didn't go to Thanksgiving. Remember, this is right after the election last year. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy chose not to go, I believe, because it was so raw, so emotional. And his family is very conservative, Christian, and, and Trump supporting. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it can be a landmine. I mean, luckily for me, I don't have the situation where I have to really worry about a bunch of Trump supporting family because I don't have a, a close relationship with them. But I feel for you people out there uh like britney said i think the best thing to do is just take a beat take a break get a big old glass of wine (laughs) and uh maybe find the commonality that you do share the interests that you do share and talk about those things you know knitting or auto body repair (laughs) everybody loves dogs whatever whatever it may be that's right yeah talk about dogs Kitten whiskers. Something fanciful. Not 
not kittens, dogs. Kitten whiskers. Or did I say whispers? Either way. All right. Let's let's get to some voicemails. Listen, we had a remarkable amount of response just overnight from the show we did yesterday. I'm only going to get to two calls because they are addressing and, and talking generally about another call we got yesterday. But thank you, everybody, for all of the voicemails, all of the voice memos. We got a few emails, too. We love you guys. We appreciate you. We do listen to everyone. We do read everyone. But there's just not enough time to get to them all, especially after when we hit a nerve and, and hit a topic like we have. So uh, l- let's let's move on and cover a couple of uh, voice memos. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's Kelly from New England. Um, and I just wanted to call in and thank that woman who told her story that was really, really brave. Um, and I, it, it brings something to mind that I think is a really important issue that, uh, as Jesse was saying, maybe men can start addressing with other men. It's the unsolicited dick pic. It's, it's ubiquitous in the lives of women. And I don't, and I think a lot of men are excusing Louis C.K. Uh, because they do this. It's so flippin' common. It's so annoying. And like, I don't have any girlfriends that have not had that happen to them at some point where a guy's like, oh, I'm a dick. Yeah, you want to see that, right? Even if you're dating a guy. I mean, Eric Bowling just got fired for doing this. It, it's something that, that needs to be discussed. Like, why do men, do men think that I, 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 as a woman, I look at a dick and I'm like, oh, it's a nice looking dick. And if you're going to send a dick pic, wipe it off first, gentlemen. Make it presentable. Okay. Uh, love the show. Brit, Brit, best part. Love the show. Brittany's the best part. Bye. Yikes. <laughs> I don't understand the dick pic. I, I've never understood why a guy would think that that's – it seems to me to be an aggressive thing. You're trying to get in someone's space. You know, here's an interesting thought that just occurred to me, which is men freely send pictures of their dicks, and they they are, don't even care about the consequences, and women have to live in fear of their photos of their naked bodies yeah. being put on the internet yeah. um, against their will. And men are just like, here it is, everybody. I. It must be way more common than I... I mean, for sure it's more common than I thought before. But I would never fucking dream of taking a picture of my dick and balls and sending it to somebody. Dicks are not good. Dicks are gross. I, and I don't even mean because I don't. I'm not gay, and I don't like dicks. I don't know any woman who thinks dicks are pretty. The female form is beautiful. Songs are written about it. Poems are fucking plays. Sonnets are written about the women, the woman's body. Mm-hmm. Massive passages in the Bible. Song of Solomon, written about the 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 two does of they're talking about woman's boobs. Mm-hmm. There's no poem about dicks. Well, maybe that's where all this started, is they feel left out, and <laughs> they are trying to start a conversation. They're trying to get parody. They're trying to some start a conversation parody. about how they need some recognition, <laughs> and they aren't getting it. Or maybe these guys just think their dick is the outlier. It's the extra special dick that once someone sees it, it's going to revolutionize how people think of dicks. You never know. You never I know. don't fucking get it, because I can tell you, I got an ugly dick. Okay. Not an, it's not a remarkable dick. Good times. <laughs> can 
Congratulations. There are no photos of my dick as an adult. There Would, are probably lots of them as a, as, as a baby, like in the tub and shit. <laughs> okay. Which is I, a bummer. Yikes. Um, I don't have anything to add. All right. Well, <laughs> 657-464-7609. Tell me about your dick. Oh. Do not tell me about your dick. I'm joking. Uh, thank you, Kelly, for the voicemail. I'm sure Carrie from Boise appreciates the uh, the sentiment as well. Uh, next call. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Jesse. This is Laura calling from Buffalo, New York. I am recording a voice memo. I wanted to respond to Carrie, who called from Boise, Idaho. I was just moved by her call and wanted to share my own story because it is similar to hers. And I just wanted her to know that as a fellow strong female, I also went through a relationship like that. Um, when I was much younger, um, I'm 31 now, I was 19 and 20 when I was dating this guy and we lived together. Um, we were together for almost three years. And he used to do the same thing to me. If I didn't want to engage in sexual activity with him, he would start to masturbate in front of me and make me, you know, take my shirt off or, you know, just touch him. And he just wanted to look at me, even though I didn't want to engage. And the reason why I never used to say no to him is because... If I did, he would get angry and stop talking to me or punch holes in the wall or throw things or stuff like that. <clears throat> and he also used to come on me and not even clean up the cum when he was done. That's how much of a motherfucker he was. And... I agree with her that it doesn't matter that Louis C.K. asked for consent because he really wasn't asking for consent, let's be honest, okay? Let's be fucking honest about it. It's not fucking okay to treat people that way, whether you're a woman or a man. It doesn't matter. It's not fucking okay. And I loved... Louis C.K. just as much as every fucking buddy else, all right? I fucking loved him. He was my favorite comic. But you know what? He was He's a fucking piece of shit, so get over it. Guy who said that <clears throat> those women were consenting. I can't remember your name, but fucking get over it because, you know, it's just fucking disgusting and awful. And I just wanted Carrie to know that she wasn't the only woman who was in a relationship like that. And I don't know why I thought it was okay. I never really thought it was okay. I guess I just thought it was something I had to deal with because I don't know why, but we're going through this sexual revolution and I'm sorry, men, that you need to be uncomfortable for a little while, but sorry, I'm not sorry because this is how it's going to have to be. You're going to have to walk on fucking eggshells for a little while because you know what? We've been walking on eggshells ever since we can fucking remember. So anyway, 
Brittany and Jesse, you're both the best part. I love you both very much. Thanks for everything that you do. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel shocked and I feel sad for the victims. But I don't I don't feel uncomfortable because I don't treat people poorly. Have I made mistakes in my past? Yeah, fuck yeah. There was a time in my life when I made all kinds of mistakes. Fuck, I used to be a, a, a die-to-the-wool Republican. <laughs> I'm filled, riddled with mistakes of my past. But I am self-reflective. And I have tried to make change in my life. And I don't feel uncomfortable now. I feel sad, like I said, but not uncomfortable. Well, I, I want to say thank you to Laura for calling and um, sharing her story as well. I'm sure that's helpful for Carrie to hear and also uh, many other women who have been through a similar situation. Um, you know, if if people are looking for a new Louis C.K., John Mulaney is pretty funny and he yes. seems like a pretty good guy. A new for, for to to replace that comedy hole. Yeah. That Louis C.K. left. Yeah, I, I just watched <laughs> some of his stand-up, and I, I felt like that was a pretty good replacement. So I know we're all trying to figure that out, so I just thought I would <laughs> give a helpful suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do want to talk about something, and that is, I mean, look, there's more and more. It is something that Brett Number 2 said, that by the time that the, this call airs, Maybe 20 new people will have been outed as being an asshole, even heroes of ours. And uh, that happened with Charlie Rose, who has been immediately shit-canned. He was fired by CBS. He was fired by uh, PBS. And he was fired by uh, by Bloomberg. He did work for all three, and they all shit-canned him today. And good for them. Eight women have come out and told their stories woman coming to his house to interview for a job and he's there with an open bathrobe with no clothes on underneath. And then when asked about it, he acts like, oh, well, I thought that it, we were all on the same level. I thought they had interest in me too. Fucking liar. That is bullshit. He used his position of power as a weapon. Fuck him. Now, John Conyers, Democrat from Michigan, multiple sexual harassment issues, paid settlements for women that or at least one woman I know of that, that worked for him. No, he needs to go. Al Franken needs to go. And the other thing, I, I talked to somebody today about this. Everyone keeps talking about the photo of Al Franken mm -hmm. with him like honking her boobs while she's asleep and she's got a flak jacket on. Well, as people are also saying, which I'm sure you're going to get to, is that he didn't really touch her. Right. But well, that's fine. Listen, the photo is is dumb because he's a comic and it is, like I said, honk, honk. It's it's it, it's sophomoric and stupid. And it is shitty because when you... I have a pet peeve about fucking with somebody when they sleep, so that bothers me. But I don't really consider that terrible. Where I draw the line is when you force your body on someone else. When you grab her by the back of the neck, bring her in for a kiss, and shove your tongue down her throat against her will. 
that's where I draw the line. And yeah. Al Franken needs to go just for that. Yeah, I I often see um, <laughs> problematic arguments from liberals. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where they're popping up as well. But these are also the same people who like post articles about how, look at this, conservatives are always illogical, liberals are not. You know, that is not true. For sure um, not true. So if you're ever reading an article that says that, just stop, close it, send them an email and tell them to stop publishing bullshit because it's not true. Yeah, you can talk about how Republicans don't accept the science on climate change and evolution and whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, liberals don't accept the science on nuclear energy. And GMOs. Vaccines. So, you know, we have these blind spots because of our political um, affiliation. And we need to recognize it. So even with this uh, tide that's turning against Bill Clinton. Finally. Where people are starting to look back into the past and say, huh, he shouldn't have been given a pass the way that he was. You're goddamn right. How long have I been fucking saying that on this program? In fact, he shouldn't even be appearing on talk shows and like, ha, 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 having a good time. Like, maybe it's time to shun him. Maybe yes. that time has Listen, come. Listen, if we're outraged that Sean Spicer gets a pass and shows up at the Gram at the Emmys doing his little shtick with Stephen Colbert, then why the fuck aren't we... Overly outraged about Bill Clinton and accusations, credible accusations of rape when he was attorney general and governor of the state of Arkansas. And listen, this reluctance to accept this and really think critically and talk through what might be problematic about what Al Franken did Um what might be problematic about Bill Clinton and continuing to accept him as a figure, as a powerful figure in the Democratic Party. Um, we're supposed to be the logical ones, right? <laughs> we're supposed to be the caring ones who the, care about victims. Well, that's what all those articles say when people are passing them around. So why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Why aren't we able to be self-reflective and look at the people in our party and really dissect it? And go at it because it should be safe to do that. Yeah, I'm uh, very bothered by it. Very bothered by it because I'm still seeing defense of of Al Franken. I'm still seeing defense all the time of Bill Clinton. Oh, it was just a blow job. No. First of all, she was an intern. She was his employee. I've said it a thousand times in the past that if, if Bill Clinton, a, a professor, would be fired, a tenured professor would be fired for engaging the same activity that Bill Clinton did with Monica Lewinsky. If you fuck a student, when you're a teacher, when you're a professor, you get shit canned, justifiably so. Because that power dynamic... Person in power, person not in power, the subordinate person, there, there's a there's a discrepancy there with what is what really can they consent? Now they can because they're an adult, but it muddies the waters. And I'm just addressing the blowjob comments because there are Bill Clinton paid almost a million dollars in a sexual harassment settlement to Paula Jones. 
He was ultimately disbarred. He couldn't practice law for several years in the state of Arkansas because he lied under oath about it. He is a predator. We need to wake the fuck up and support women, victims of abuse. Not him because he's the shining white knight of democratic politics. Ugh, we need to purge. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> let's, Yay. let's move on. Support for I Doubt It with Dollamore comes from generous, engaged, intelligent, and good-looking listeners like you by way of Patreon. Your support on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month helps keep the show going and move the conversation forward one podcast at a time. If you would like to join the ever-growing family of supporters, please visit patreon.com slash I doubt it with Dollamore. We do not have any new Patreon supporters. All right. But that is okay because you can still go support us on Patreon. <laughs> at wow. dollamore.com slash Patreon. That was a very confused look you gave. Yeah. Like, why I, did I just I say that? I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> you can also go to uh, dollamore.com slash Amazon. Don't forget, Black Friday's coming up. Oh, yeah. That's it, a thing. Doesn't Amazon do something pretty nutty, right, on Black Friday? I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, I have never done a Black Friday thing. Do not know. But if you are shopping it up, feel free to do it through dollamore.com slash Amazon. And again, no additional cost to you. We get a little piece back and we really appreciate it. So thank you. And if you're not in a position to support the show financially or buy shit on Amazon, we would love for you to review us. On If you're an iTunes user, that's really the only way I know to review the show. I don't know if Google Play Music does that. But if you listen on Stitcher, I know you can do it there. I think you can do it there. But iTunes is the easiest way. If you, if you have the new, the, the new Apple Podcast app, it's real easy. You just go to our show page and thumb down and you can rate. Really, that's a one-click thing. Or you can actually leave a review there. And it's super easy and we would appreciate it. It helps us get in front of new listeners. And blah, a blah, a blah. Democracy facing down pessimistic politics with realistic optimism. So you thought we were done talking about sexual assault and child molestation, but we are not. Roy Moore still in the news. Three more weeks until the special election in Alabama between he and Doug Jones, the preferred choice for Alabama. And the tide turned today. Donald Trump finally did come out and supports, in no uncertain terms, the child molester extraordinaire, allegedly, Roy Moore. Up to this point, they have, they've had this, this line from the White House that we're just going to leave it up to the people of Alabama. It's not our job to weigh in on matters like this, even though Donald Trump has weighed in on several elections all over the country. This one was special. We're just going to leave it up to the people of Alabama. Uh, two questions, two topics, if I may. 
does the president believe Roy Moore's accusers, or does he think Roy Moore should drop out of this race? Look, the president believes that these allegations are very troubling uh, and should be taken seriously, and he thinks that the people of Alabama should make the decision on who their next senator should be. So that's a no. He thinks Roy Moore should stay in? Look, the president said uh, in his statement earlier uh, this week that if the allegations are true, then that Roy Moore should step aside. He still firmly believes that. How would the president like to see that truth proven? Look, I'm, I'm not going to get into and litigate back and forth, but the president's been clear that if any of these allegations are true, allegations that he takes very seriously, finds very troubling, if those do happen to be true, then he should do the right thing and step aside. the president believes that accusations themselves, that is to say the women themselves and their own credibility, can be established outside of them making these allegations? What's the mechanism by which the president would be satisfied that the allegations are true? Look, I don't think the president's laid out what the mechanisms are. Uh, that should be determined um, possibly by a court of law. Uh, but that's also something in a decision that the people of Alabama need to make, not the president, whether or not they want Roy Moore to support them in the Senate. Sarah, Ivanka Trump says that uh, she has no reason not to believe the women who come forward. Does the president disagree with her position? Look, the, the president's not disagreeing with anybody. He's saying that he finds the allegations to be extremely troubling. Um, he doesn't know any more than you do. Uh, on this fact other than that these are something that should be taken very seriously and that the people of Alabama should be the ones to make the decision on whether or not to support Roy Moore. Matthew. Thank you, sir. Having the information that we have and the information that the people of Alabama have, would President Trump vote for Roy Moore? The president's not a voter in Alabama, so I... I, I he's not, but he endorses candidates all the times in states that he's not... Uh, a voter enemy says, I would vote for this person or I wouldn't, would he vote for Roy Moore? I haven't asked him if he would vote for Roy Moore. Would you get back to us on that? <laughs> oh, is she? Is she going to do that? She has not. Yeah. So I, I hate this line of argument where it's it's a decision the people of Alabama need to make. Yeah. Not the president. Okay. Hey, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you're not new. You know what they're asking, right? But you're like pulling a Kellyanne Conway. Okay, so and and not even as as slickly as she does answer the question or say, I'm not going to answer that question because just repeating the same line over and over again, listening to that, <laughs> like when the aliens land from <laughs> Mars or whatever, and they're listening to that audio, they're going to be like, what the hell is this? They're just going to be like, oh, we just need to exterminate those fuckers. Yeah, this they're- is the strangest thing that I've ever heard. Why are they interacting right. in this way? It's very, it's not genuine when you hear that. Oh, thank you, Sarah. You know that he hates her guts. Oh, yeah. That this relationship that they have is not cordial. Did you, I didn't pull the audio, but did you hear what she did uh, yesterday? Yeah, she wanted them to say what they were thankful she for. She wouldn't let them ask a question until they said what they were thankful for. Yeah. What is she, the fucking host of this podcast? What the hell is that? <laughs> I think I think at the end, she also said, well, that was a fun exercise. Thank you for participating. Thank you for participating. You uh, you forced everyone to participate yeah, it, in your it's, game. It's a fucking, it, it's a captive audience and they want their questions answered as part of their job. But they're not there because they love you and want to hang out with you. It, it's like there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party because a Liz Lemon party is mandatory. mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> so she's Liz Lemon. That's right. Well, all of that changed. All of that, well, the people of Alabama, the position of the White House is... The people of Alabama need to decide 
All of that ended today. Just a few weeks ago, the president himself called the allegations against Roy Moore troubling. And one of his top advisors, Kellyanne Conway, said that no Senate seat was worth a child. Well, a bit of a difference of opinion today from the president when he was asked about Roy Moore and that race in Alabama. Take a listen to what the president had to say. We don't need a liberal person in there, a Democrat. Jones, I've looked at his record. It's terrible in crime. It's terrible in the border. It's terrible in the military. I can tell you for a fact, we do not need somebody that's going to be bad on crime, bad on borders, bad with the military, bad for the Second Amendment. Mr. President, is an accused child molester better than a Democrat? Is an accused well, child molester better look, than a Democrat? Well, he denies it. Look, he denies it. I mean, if you look at what what is really going on, and you look at all the things that have happened over the last 48 hours, he totally denies it. He says it didn't happen. And, you know, you have to listen to him also. You're talking about, he said 40 years ago, this did not happen. So, you know, uh, I'll be uh, letting you know next week. But I can tell you, you don't need somebody who's soft on crime like Jones. Soft on crime. Doug Jones has made a name for himself prosecuting KKK members who bombed a church in Alabama. Doug Jones is not soft on crime. He's certainly not endorsing child molesters, allegedly, and their candidacy for the United States Senate, Donald Trump. Who are these soulless fucks? Kellyanne Conway. There's no Senate seat. That's that's worth a child. And then she goes on. Oh, no, we need to pass this tax cut. <laughs> we need that child molester in there because we need to lower the taxes of the super wealthy in this country. Yeah, it's pretty alarming. Um, listening to him talk is you you understand now why he never talks to the press or, <laughs> or press other than Fox News, yeah. because he has to know that he comes across just terribly. Uh, he sounds, he's speaking in very simple phrases. He's not saying anything of note. Yeah. Why are they even talking to him? There's no point in speaking to him. Well, it's because it, it makes for a great news cycle. Look what our moron in chief said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, CNN did uh, a great piece, and I'm going to play it for you. And it talks about Roy Moore's wife and the timeline of him meeting her. And it is alarming because by Roy Moore's own admission, she raised his flag when she was 15 years old. Listen to this. In 2005, Roy Moore published So Help Me God, a book about his life and politics. This, by the way, is the opening of the audio version, which Moore reads himself. It doesn't seem that long ago that I became a circuit judge in Etowah County. Moore mixes controversial political stands with personal stories. In Chapter 5, entitled Providential Design, Moore talks about attending a dance recital and being enthralled by a young performer. Many years before I had attended a dance recital, at Gadsden State Junior College. I remembered one of the special dances performed by a young woman whose first and last names began with the letter K. It was something I had never forgotten. 
Moore is describing when he first laid eyes on his future wife, Kayla Kaiser, who he would eventually see again at a Christmas party years later. Anxious to meet her, I began with the line, haven't we met somewhere before? And she replied, I don't think so. Listen to Moore tell this story again of the dance recital and the captivating young performer, this time in an interview this past summer. It includes a detail that was left out of the book, a time frame. But I remembered that. Never didn't meet her there. I left, and uh, it was, oh gosh, eight years later or something, uh, I met her. And when she told me her name, I remembered. Okay, okay. And I said, haven't I met you before? Of course, she was younger. She says, I don't think so. When the couple married, he was 38, and she was 14 years younger. It's a marriage that appears to be holding strong. Moore emphatically denies all of the allegations made against him, and Kayla is standing by her man. He is a loving father and a grandfather. And most important, he is a Christian. But Moore's own story of how he came to know his wife seems to mirror his accuser's accounts of an older man interested in younger teens. By his own words, Moore's timeline suggests Kayla was 23 when they spoke at that Christmas party. But eight years or so earlier, when Moore was in his early 30s and captivated by her performance, Kayla Kaiser was 15 or 16. There's nothing to suggest Moore had any contact with Kayla when she was a teen. But when Moore was first drawn to her, she was the same age as Beverly Young, who's now come forward accusing Moore of sexually assaulting her behind a restaurant where she worked. Young was a sophomore then, seen in this yearbook photo, from the same high school and the same class of another young teen, Kayla Kaiser. So, <laughs> pretty goddamn damning. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know how it could be any more clear for people that are confused. He is clear about it. He was attracted to her. He had never seen anything more beautiful than this 15-year-old dancing. He was captivated as a man in his early 30s by a 15-year-old girl in in a in a like a leotard dancing in a in a one piece like a bathing suit with tights on. D- captivated, enthralled by her. Ugh. Enough so- to remember her 8 years late he was she was so pervasive in his mind. That he remembered her eight years later as being that little girl dancing. What the fuck? From his own words. But no, let's get this guy in the Senate because we need a we need a lower taxes on the, the super wealthy in this country. What's strange is, she said, the most important thing is that he's a Christian. Right. Emphasizing uh, that he's a Christian because she wants to appeal to the Christians. Right, in group. To activate their tentacles and and have them think, oh, Christian, Christian in office, Christian in office will protect the things that we care about. Yeah, that's right. But what's weird is all of these pastors coming out and defending Roy Moore and saying things like, well, he just he he was looking for someone who was pure, the purity of young girls. Right. Or the sometimes a 14-year-old looks like a 20-year-old. You know, that happens all the time. These are both things that pastors that are supporting Roy Moore have said. And <laughs> what in the hell is happening to all of these people that that this is so important? Yeah. That they will say things like 
Well, of course he's attracted to 14-year-olds. Sometimes they look like 20-year-olds. Wait, what? Yeah. What are you saying? It is fucking disgusting. Someone needs to grab those pastors and start shaking them and say, what are you saying right now? Yeah. uh, Jesus said in Matthew 18, 6, chapter 18, verse 6, if anyone, this is Jesus talking, not Paul or somebody else. This is what Jesus said. If anyone causes one of these little ones, meaning children, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Jesus had a soft spot for children, according to the Bible. What do you think Jesus would say about all of these evangelical Christians supporting Roy Moore who did harm one of these little ones and caused them to stumble? Jesus prescribes the fucking death penalty by drowning, by having a giant rock tied around your neck and tossed overboard. Disgusting. But does he know that um, sometimes 14-year-olds look like (laughs) 20-year-olds? Did Jesus, was he? I don't think he was in on that. Oh, he wasn't aware. He didn't think that. Yeah, well, maybe things have changed. You know, the other thing that I think is very funny is when Donald Trump goes, well, 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 he denied it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because that's worked for Donald Trump. All Donald Trump has had to do is yeah. say that he didn't do it. Well, I didn't do it. Well, what do you think he's going to say? <laughs> oh, oh, molest the kids? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. I molested the, the kids. Behind the restaurant, I sexually assaulted her. But so you just vote for me. Roy Moore, everybody. Yeah. Of course he denied it. Right. Well, uh, what? Well, I can't wait for like six months from now or whatever it's going to take. And Roy Moore is going to release a statement because... Some damning evidence comes out and he says, I realize now yeah. that yep. I was wrong to <laughs> I'm gonna pers- check myself into sex rehab. Pers- re- I, I was wrong to pursue 14 year olds. I didn't know it was wrong, but now I do. Yeah. And I'm gonna stop or whatever. You're 70. Come on. Yeah. Tell us what's been going on. Just own it. It's time to stop. So I was gonna save this until toward the end. But CNN did a panel. What was it? Fox. The the panel with the guy who said about Jesus and the that was CNN. CNN. They yeah, did Allison a panel. Camerata yeah, was... they did a panel with some voters, and one of the Trump supporters said this. I only bring it up now because I just mentioned Jesus. You know, I own a pest control company. It's not much, but it's mine. You know, and I work hard for it. You know, I never went to college. Just your typical guy who's trying to make a living. And for years, they've been just kicking us to the side. And here comes the president. I will, let me tell you, if Jesus Christ gets down off the cross and told me Trump is with Russia, I would tell him, hold on a second. I need to check with the president if it's true. Why do you believe Donald Trump over everybody else? Why? I believe in him. He's a good man. He has taken so much shots for us. Why do you think he's trustworthy than the It's based on everything he's been doing. He's been winning. Listen, I go to Mar-a-Lago whenever he's coming in, hold up my sign. And what does your sign say? Blacks for Trump. (laughs) I'm Jamaican. I'm black. I love the guy. So I love how even the other Trump voters were like, whoa, who's this guy that you brought in here? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, we're not going this far. Blacks for Trump. 
Time to tone it down. <laughs> if Jesus Christ got down off the cross and said, hey, he's with Russia, I'd go, hey, wait a minute. Let me ask Trump. Hey, are you with Russia? Again, what's he going to say? Yep, I'm with Russia. Stay with me, everybody. Who are these fucking people? Yeah. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry about the whole cross thing, too, but <laughs> also, eh, you're not really a believable character. Let's go ask the guy who's filed bankruptcy, doesn't pay his bills, bilks contractors out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's ask that guy. He seems credible and trustworthy. You know, I think they should have just pulled that guy off and talked to him separately because I have several more questions for him. <laughs> Would he um, have some sort of mechanism in place to fact check whether it was actually Jesus that he was speaking to off the cross? Or was he just going to go with that, but then fact check the Russia thing with Donald later? Right, right. Would Donald be providing the fact check about whether or not he was really Jesus as well? No, like, I think how much fact checking was Donald going to do? Th this is how I see it going down. Mm-hmm. Jesus, apparently, who's still on the cross, when he gets down off the cross, yeah, he's going to go to the guy, the pest control business owner, and say, hey, ye children, or you know, however Jesus talks, uh -huh. hey, bro. <laughs> and he's going to say to him, hey, listen, uh, that guy's with, with Russia, yeah. and that guy's going to look in Jesus in his face and maybe have a little tear action, you know, yeah. realizing it's his Lord and Savior. Mm. And he's going to say, fake news! <laughs> Fucking fake news, hippie! Let's go talk to Trump. Eh, it's kind of how I see it going down. Yeah, that's that's a tragic picture. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That guy painted it. I didn't paint it. Apparently. But I, I, I think that this is telling, obviously, of how problematic um, some of this is with, with Trump. Yeah. It Ob really is cultish. Yeah, I mean, his approval rating is terrible. Okay, so this isn't most people yeah, at all. For sure not. But you do, these people exist. Yeah, CNN didn't have to dig deep to find that guy. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to believe that they like paid him to say that, I don't know. <laughs> not, none of our audience believes um, that. Come on. I, I don't think that they did. I'm sure Allison Camerata was like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, this is gold. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's let's move on to, we didn't really talk about last time, the, the these tweets that I, seriously were so wacky. These three UCLA basketball players got caught stealing fucking shoplifting sunglasses in China while Donald Trump was in Asia. So somehow they connect and he gets a message to, to Xi Jinping and, hey, we're going to get these guys. I want to get these guys out. So they get released. The basketball players do thank Donald Trump, but apparently the father, LeVar Bell, is kind of a kind of a nut job, a little bit of a, a wacky guy. Uh, kind of a, a showman, a mouthy dude. And when asked about it, he he discounted Donald Trump's involvement. To which Donald Trump tweeted, now that the three basketball players are out of China and saved from years in jail, LeVar Ball, Levar Ball the, the father of uh, Leangelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. President of the United States saying that he should have left American citizens in a Chinese jail for a, up to a decade would have been the sentence. For stealing sunglasses. For stealing a pair of sunglasses. Because they didn't thank him enough. 
One more tweet about it. Shoplifting is a very big deal in China, as it should be, parenthetically, five to ten years in jail, but not to Father Lavar. Should have gotten his son out during my next trip to China instead. China told them why they were released. Very ungrateful. This is... Again, it, it, it is not surprising, but it is shocking. Well, I wish that we had a president who was too busy to concern themselves with every little slight that they hear about. Yeah. This doesn't matter. Move on. It, it doesn't matter. Stop addressing it. Stop acknowledging it. You're the president of the United States. Yeah. Just think about how you had the power to get people out of jail while you were in China. Doesn't that make you feel good? It, it, it is. <laughs> now move on. It is unbelievable that this is where we are. James Comey tweeted a quote that I really loved, and I'm trying to stall as I try to find it here. And it, it embodies everything that Donald Trump is not. A good leader takes a little more than his share of the blame, a little less than his share of the credit. Arnold H. Glasgow. That is an awesome sentiment, one in which Donald Trump does not embody. None of that Donald Trump puts into practice. Mm -hmm. We are in a fucking terrible, bizarre place. Well, and again, I think that it comes down to these tiny little slights that he shouldn't care about. He shouldn't even be acknowledging. I mean, what if Barack Obama, every time some racist opened their mouth on Fox News, right. he went to Twitter and tagged, you know, hey, Kid Rock, I saw you on Fox and Friends. How dare you say that to me? You know, th this is so petty. You're the president. Stop. Even uh, respect David Frum and, 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 and respected journalists were a little freaked out yeah. by this. Yeah, like David Frum was saying... This seems even more problematic than usual. <laughs> like, like shit's going off the fucking rails. This yeah. is not. I mean, we do have kind of a new normal of insanity with Donald Trump. And even this was a little extra nutty. Yeah. Well, I do have that feeling where every time I see the new tweet, I'm sending it to all my friends and <laughs> I, I'm saying, can you believe this? What in the hell is he doing? Yeah. And we, we always talk about how we're just saying the same things over and over again. But I think it's good that we're not, oh, yep, there he is. He's saying that, you know, we're still shocked. We're still like, what the hell? This isn't how people behave. Yeah. And I think it's important that we never lose that. I, I've been saying that and I, I maintain that. Even if it, it's exhausting. And it is exhausting. Which leads me to, I think we're going to end it there. Because I'm so exhausted. Oh. By talking about goddamn Donald Trump. Yeah. I did have an asshole of today, but we can skip it. Nah. Let's do it. It's the asshole of today. The American atheists of Cranford. Of Cranford, like Rhode Island? New Jersey? Cranford, New Jersey. Yeah. The American Atheist Association, or is it just American Atheists of Cranford? Um, American Atheists, Inc. of Cranford. All right. What did these dicks do? Well, they have another super important lawsuit um, <laughs> oh, man. that they have filed against an animal shelter. 
an animal shelter. Well, yeah. Are they baptizing puppies or something? What, what, what? Yeah, the, the animals are being blessed. <laughs> and First of all, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's dumb. Yeah, well, there's an annual blessing of the animals that occurs at the Bergen County Animal Shelter. And <laughs> they do not believe that the county should be participating in this. Is the county spending money on it? Or are local groups coming in volunteering their blessings? They're not paying by the blessing, right? It's not like an inoculation. Well, I mean, I don't know. But it is a county animal shelter. And the issue is that they're posting photos of this, this guy, this clergy member. And he's wearing the outfit with the... You know, he looks like a Catholic priest. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like an upscale Halloween costume version of it. <laughs> and he, you know, they're posting the photo. Father O'Malley, dog priest. <laughs> they're posting the photo on Facebook of the blessing of the animals. And they don't think that this is a good thing. And well, I wonder if the dogs are like have to go through confession. Like, uh, I licked my ball. I licked my asshole today. Like extra deep. I really got in there, Father. Father, forgive me for my sins, you know. And okay, well, I will bless you now, my my son, my, my puppy son. No? <laughs> Why do you look horrified? Well, I'm I'm trying to further read the articles so that I can reference something. Um, someone <laughs> named in the lawsuit, she she says, quote, as a humanist atheist being forced into an encounter with a member of clergy in order to avail herself of government services, sent this plaintiff, the message that the Bergen County Animal Shelter regarded her as inferior to those citizens who happened to adhere to their favored religious view. Get the fuck out of here. What a waste of money. People donate to this organization. So this um, uh, this American Atheist Inc. in Cranford. Come on. So sometimes we talk about asshole atheists the american atheists and their lawsuits and the things that they choose to spend money on and uh one of our first episodes was about roadside memorials right right here in southern california they wanted the roadside memorials with like just a shitty cross yeah like two sticks two white sticks yeah nailed together and they wanted it taken down where someone had died like a family puts it there and they wanted it yeah it's goddamn Come on. So David Silverman, the president of American Atheist, said, quote, I've lived in New Jersey for more than 20 years. When I walk into a government building to use government services, the government should be absolutely neutral on religious matters, allowing a friar, a Franciscan friar, to conduct religious services with staff is the antithesis of neutrality. So no blessing of the animals by... Just pick your fucking battles, man. What are you doing? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not affecting anyone. The dogs aren't benefiting or there's not a detriment to the dogs. Well, I, I, I just, I don't get it because I, I identify as an atheist. And if I went, as do I, if I went to a shelter and I know I'm putting my own view on this and that's kind of shitty, but speaking as a member of the community, if I were to go to an animal shelter and there was a priest blessing a dog i'd be like that's kind of weird and then i would keep that's looking super weird <laughs> i would keep looking at the dogs my only thing would be am i paying for this with my tax dollars because if i am uh, that's a problem yeah 
But and that's not mentioned in the article. Yeah, so I don't if know. it's not, then shut the fuck up. Get, get out of here. Asshole of today. I think that's a good one. I like how they said they ended the article. Quote, I thought it was well settled that all dogs already go to heaven. Wow. <laughs> all right. That's prick shit, bro. That's prick shit. We will end it there. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Um, happy Thanksgiving. We will see you on Thursday with our Thanksgiving episode. We appreciate you. If you want to sound off for our episode that will come out in uh, the week after Thanksgiving, 657-464-7609. Of course, you can always email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. For Brittany Page, I am Jesse Dollamore, and this has been I doubt it ye children or you know however Jesus talks uh-huh. hey bro <laughs>